Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and today I'm going to give you something that may be a catalyst for transformation. I'm going to talk about some things that may get a little wild because I'm really going to go deep into the foundations of really what I do in the academy, what I do with students at the academy, what I'm going to be teaching students to do with other students, whether they work at the academy or whether they go out and run their own businesses using the methodology that I use. I'm going to give you guys this process, this process of transformation or this process of inner self-discovery. It's something that, again, we do it at the academy, and I usually don't get into it in this way in the podcast. Usually I talk about concepts or I talk about some way you can apply some concepts. This, I'm, I'm just going to really speak to you as if I was speaking to a student. We're going to talk about the momentous leap. We're going to talk about it in a very metamorphic way. It is a momentous leap. This is not a subtle difference. This is not a this for a that. We're not trading one for the other because it is neither this or that. What it is, we go deeper within. It's nothing external. We go deeper within to discover what it is. So we begin with the singularity that everything is a story. We begin here. This is where everything comes from. Of course, we know everything comes from a thought. Everything is created from an idea, from a concept, from an imagination, from inspiration. However, in order to communicate that thought, in order to manifest the idea, in order to bring it from the invisible to the visible, there must be the word. There must be the story. There must be the communication. There must be the spoken and or written language. And so right away, brothers, as you know, this presents a very fundamental issue. That to communicate with each other, even if we know each other very, very well, even if we are family, even if we're very good friends, to communicate with each other, one human being to another, is extremely difficult because there is this telephone game, right? There's this telephone game, and I may use words that to you have a significance different than to me. And that's a lot of what coaching is because the idea of understanding, we can reach understanding when we, when two humans, when you and I meet on the same level, at the same time. That can only happen when there is true communication between people. That is real communion. Instantaneous understanding comes when we meet on the same level at the same time. That's communication. So this telephone game does make it difficult to communicate with each other easily or effectively. You know, I'll use words that are not technical because I don't think I need to use technical words to discuss this concept. And you don't need to have any education in these concepts like psychology, neuroscience, uh, any of the sciences, whether it's cellular biology or the neurosciences. You don't have to have any education in spirituality to understand the concept of transformation or the momentous leap. And so I want to offer that you understand the concept of simply listening the way I listen as a coach. Because it's not about having more knowledge. It's not about having more education. It's not about having more information. It's about listening. And it will help you to understand how to communicate with other human beings by understanding through understanding and meeting them at the same level at the same time. Because listening is really an art form. It's really, it has to do not with the active listening of what's being said, but 
the state of being you're in when you're hearing what's being said and to abandon all prejudices, abandon all thoughts, abandon all beliefs, abandon all your conditioning when you listen. When you are in a receptive state of mind, things can be easily understood because you are listening when your real attention is given to something. But unfortunately, most of us don't do that. Most of us just listen through our own beta conditioning. We don't listen without our belief system. We don't listen without our prejudice. We don't listen without our conditioning. We listen with all that. We listen through all that. So we're not listening to what's being said. We cannot hear the words or the intention or the concept or the idea that's being said. All we hear is the story, is our own story that our brain is telling us through our own conditioning. We are conditioned with this training, this these beliefs that can be religious, they can be spiritual, they can be psychological, they can be uh, ideological, they can be even science-based. Even our sciences are a story that can condition us to have belief systems, to have prejudices. If they are not opinions, then our mind simply runs out, our mind simply runs a beta condition. And if they're not running that, if they're not running these belief systems, these things that we think we know, then its fallback is worry, desire, fear, anxiety. I'm just going to run, I'm going to ruminate on thoughts that create worry, desire, fear, and anxiety. And with these conditions, this is how we see the world. This is how we format. This is a formatting of our conditioning for us to receive and process the story from when other people attempt to communicate with us. So we're never really listening to each other. We're only really listening to our own story. We're only listening to our own conditioning, our own sound not to what's really being said. It is extremely difficult, my friends, to put aside that conditioning, to put aside that training, that conditioning, and those prejudices, those opinions, and to go to beyond any verbal expression and have a direct experience with another human being by listening so that we understand instantaneously by meeting them at the same level at the same time. And this is what coaching is all about. This is what guidance is all about. And that skill is going to be one of our difficulties in personal transformation, brother. This is why I teach it at the academy and at the coach certification program, because it's a barrier in personal transformation because it is through relationship that we transform and through relationship that we discover ourselves and become more of who we are. So when it comes to transformation, brothers, one thing I want to offer, I would think that we can say that everyone is aware without too much going into, without too much describing of it, that there is an individual suffering, that human beings as individuals are suffering. And then there is also a collective suffering as a species. There's this collective misery, confusion, spiritual and physical. Now, the old way with the old problems, our old solutions to the old problems was that when we have a form of confusion, when we have a form of suffering, and it doesn't matter what it is, it can be political, it can be spiritual, it can be social, if there's some kind of suffering, then our whole being becomes confused and we turn to the leaders. We turn to the leaders. We turn to the political leaders. We turn to the religious leaders. And we look at this in all of the books that have been written and all of the guidance that has been given and all of the f structures that have been created, all of the systems that have been formed. And we look at this and we try to find the escape. We try to find that thing, that quality of truth that have become nothing more than prison cells, nothing more than barriers that are keeping us from totality. You yourself are the repeater of the words, are the confused and the uncertain. And I'm going to do a podcast on certainty because especially with, with what's happened in the last decade between 2020 and now, there's 
all of this uncertainty and the mere repetition of these words, they don't do anything. There's these words after words, there's these books, there's these things, there's these systems, there's these formats, there's these follow this, do this, eat this way, live that way, wake up at this time, follow this routine, this is the diet, this is the workout, this is the lifestyle, this is the calendar, this is the everything. Everything is so conditioned, everything is coming from all aspects, from everywhere. We have all people now an expert of all things. And every single human being is out there adding to the uncertainty, adding to the confusion, adding to the repetition of words. And it just becomes propaganda. It just becomes lost in the noise. It is not the truth. It is not your truth. It may be someone's truth, but it is not your truth. It is not there for you to make a full transformation into who you are. Because when you repeat somebody else's concept, somebody else's idea, somebody else's lifestyle, somebody else's truth, you have stopped understanding your own state. You've stopped understanding your own alpha state. You are now in the state of being conditioned by their choice of conditioning. You're just covering with words of authority your own confusion. You're confused and you're taking out somebody else's conditioning to escape from that confusion. But what we all are really trying to do in the human condition is understand this confusion. We don't want to just cover it up with somebody else's conditioning. If we just cover it up with somebody else's conditioning, with somebody else's response, with somebody else's, if we escape from it with somebody else's plan, somebody else's journey or path, then we're simply adding to the confusion. We're adding to the uncertainty as we postpone it by attempting to live someone else's life. The goal, brothers, is to be aware of it, be aware of it, to follow it. The thought that is active within you, the mind, the consciousness that runs through you as you hear my words, because my words are circumstances. Most of us are accustomed, you know, we are sort of trained to be spectators. We're trained to be watchers. We're trained to be observers. We're not trained to partake in the game. We're trained to read the books. But how many of us are taught to write the books? It has become our role, our habit to be watchers, to be spectators, to look on the sideline, to watch the athletes, to watch the politicians. We feel as we are outsiders looking on and we've lost the creative capacity because we don't know who we are. We are not connected to our own alpha state. We become homogenized through the conditioning of being a part of the masses. And so instead of breaking apart and being ourselves, we simply observe. We simply spectate. We simply sit in the bleachers and watch our lives pass us by. But if you are doing that, if you are just observing, brother, if you are just spectating, you are going to lose the significance of what I'm telling you because this is not for you to just sit and to just kind of absorb through the words, through the story that your brain is telling you about the way you see the world. I'm trying to give you something completely different. This is not something we can just find information on. This is not about information. This is about knowledge. This is about wisdom. So we want to know, we want to know what are the thoughts? What is the conditioning? What is happening in the mind? How far can we go? How deeply can we penetrate the conditioning, the training, the repetitive belief system, the story, the words? And that's what it is. It's everything is a story. How deep can we go? How far can we experiment the self? How deeply can we go into the self to find and discover the truth? And when you do this, find out that your response is to the cause. It's to the suffering. Not what somebody else's words are, but what are yours. 
Because if you say, well, somebody else did this or somebody else did that, then it's still you covering up, it's still you getting in there wanting to be safe. Your responses are one of indifference if you benefit by the suffering. If you derive profit from it, then you're benefiting from it. Then your mind is continues in the chaos. It continues to be chaotic. This is buffering. This is why when we buffer, we get into that chaos of the mind. The mind begins to profit. The mind begins to benefit. It begins to receive the dopamine. It begins to receive the desire. And now the thoughts are repetitive. And that's the whole idea behind buffering. That's the whole idea behind escaping in general because of the chaos of the mind, the chaos of the conditioning, the chaos of being conditioned to living a not you life. And as you do that, there will be more trouble. There will be more chaos externally. It will move from the individual, from you to the collective. And then there will be confusion in the world, which will rebound back. And we will seek safety from the confusion that we created from our own individual cognition. It begins in us psychologically and in every way. And then we send it into the collective, into the world for us to bounce back. And then we seek security. We seek security in a bank account. We seek security in a political ideology. We say, this is the belief. This is the way we do this and we will all be okay. We seek security in our bank account. We say, I have this much money that I'm free. We equate freedom with money. This is an escape. We are escaping the moment when we do this because we say I can be free in the future. I'm not here in the now. So we are constantly in that escaping. There's always the escape. It's the the escape to money. There's the escape into the belief system. There's an escape into the religion or the spirituality. It's escaping from what is happening in the world. And this is always happening because the more confusion there is, the more we seek external the more we seek outer authority, somebody who will guide us out of the mess, some leader who will take us. And so we turn to the books, we turn to the teachers, we turn to the gurus, we turn to the political leaders, and then we ask them to respond according to the system, which appears to solve the problems, but the system itself is the solution to the old problem and creating the new problem. And the moment we are aware of this confusion, that's when we try to escape from it. That's when the buffering begins. That's when it all happens. And whatever it is that we're escaping to, then those systems or those institutions, those become the authorities. The systems become the authority. They become the philosophy. They become the idea. They become what is important. Not you, not your alpha state, not who you are, not the discovery of the self. And so it's the external. We escape to the external and the external has the authority. So we observe, we see this is what is happening. We are escaping ourselves, seeking the external that has no authority. It is neutral. It is raw data, everything outside. We put importance on it. We put value on it. The system is what becomes important. And when the system becomes important, then human beings lose their significance. The value of the inner authority loses significance. And it is the system that has the power. It is the system that takes the control. And that's what creates the suffering. That's what creates the confusion. And that is the cause, the cause of the confusion, the cause of the misery. How does this misery come about? How does it come inwardly or outwardly? Does it come outwardly? It can't come outwardly because it begins with the inwardly. This fear and this expectation, right, of things happening. What is the cause of it? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give it to you, brothers. The cause of the confusion, the cause of the misery is giving more and more significance to the values of the senses. What that means is that when you are engaging with the circumstance, when you're engaging with the world and you're giving value, you're giving significance to the neutral things that are happening, 
then you're going to begin to enter into that illusion and that illusion will breed confusion. And being in confusion, when you are there, when you are in the illusion and you begin to know because you will have the confusion, you'll have be given value. You'll be giving value and significance to your senses, to what you see, to what you hear, to what you smell. And again, it's not what you are seeing or hearing or touching or tasting or anything else. It's what you're thinking about it. It's the stories. It's the conditioning. But when you're applying that to the external, when you're applying that to the circumstance, you will bring confusion. You will bring that suffering. And then you will try to escape from it through these things things through these external forms. Now, again, it can be anything. It can be buffering. We've talked about buffering in the individual escape, but as collective, what humans do is we escape through authority. We escape through spirituality, through religion, through economic, through social groups. We escape through work, through ambition, through power. We escape through all of these false realities, through all of these illusions. And the truth is that there is nothing out there. There's no external authority. This is the transformation. This is the transformation from the beta condition to the alpha state, is that there is nothing to seek. There is nothing outside of you that will ever provide you with truth. Truth is in what is. It is right in front of you all the time. And that's the beauty of it, but it's also within you all the time. And that's the wisdom of it. But the moment you understand it, the moment you look for it, the moment you try to find it outside of you, the moment you seek truth, you will begin to struggle because that is where you will enter into the illusion of confusion. That is why we have to be still. That is why we have to observe the mind. Just be aware of what the mind, what is the story telling us? What is the conditioning? So that we can begin to see past it, see over it, see beyond it. And we will see that our manifesting, our demonstrating, our actions is always going to be in that way of confusion. So we do at present time see this confusion. We see this inner, this inner struggle, this inner suffering this inner sorrow and unhappiness, creating the external, creating the collective. We look at our own life, we see that this is how we live, and entropy is a part of reality. Destruction follows from the wake of living. As we live, we leave behind us a wake of destruction. It, everything moves towards entropy. This is what's taking place. This is the natural order of the exterior world of duality. This cannot be stopped. This is not something that creates misery. This is just what is? But can the confusion, can the sorrow be stopped? Can we stop suffering from the way we think about what is? And certainly there are those who say, yes, you accept faith and you make yourselves free from this confusion and sorrow. But it doesn't stop the sorrow on a collective scale. It doesn't stop the suffering. It doesn't stop the conditioning on a collective. It only happens at an individual, at an individual level when you yourself, you do the work to expose the conditioning, to stop escaping what is and recognize the conditioning as it is so you can begin the process of deconditioning. It doesn't begin as a collective. It doesn't begin outside of us. The society, the results, the community doesn't change before the individual. It is the individual that makes this transformation. It is the individual that has to make this transformation because it is the individual transformation that changes the collective. The confusion will go on. You see, the suffering will go on in the collective, even as the individual goes beyond it. 
because that is the nature of the collective. The collective has to come after the individual. So where are we, brothers? Where does this leave us? How is this possible, right? How is it possible? Because this is, again, this is what we do in the academy. This is what I do as a coach and what I teach, what I will teach coaches to do and what I do with my students. So my students, I think, have an understanding of this skill as well, is how is it possible to come to that state where you yourself, you, not the conditioned you, not the not you that thinks it's you, but you yourself perceive the truth of who you are instantaneously and can put an end to this confusion, that can put an end to this suffering. It is possible, there is a way, and it can be done, and I believe it must be done. It must be done for our species to evolve because it begins with the individual and moves to the collective. To bring about this momentous leap, to have this momentous leap, where there's not just this idea where we shift one for the other, right? Where we're moving one piece for the next piece, right? I'm not talking about changing Reeboks and putting on Nikes, right? I'm not talking about changing Reeboks and Nikes or going from Republican to Democrat leadership in the United States. In the United States, we have this two-party system, and I'm not talking about a change of a party. I'm talking about a momentous, a magnanimous, a metamorphic transformation, which is the true evolution of our species, Society by itself is non-existent, brothers. Remember that. Circumstances are neutral. Society is what we make it. Society is a collection of the individual. It's the sum of the parts. It is by itself nada. It does not exist. Society is what you and I, with all humans in our relationship, create. It's what we choose it to be. It is the outward projection of all of our inward psychological states. So if our psychological states are confused, then what will we project into our society? We'll project confusion. We will have a confused society. If we have an energized society, then the citizens, the individuals of that society have an energized psychological state. It comes from the individual. The individual creates the society. So if you and I do not understand ourselves, if we don't understand who we are ourselves, not each other, but ourselves, and we're just trying to be something different, we're just trying to follow some path, we're just trying to follow some book that somebody wrote because it says, this is what you must do. This is how you run a business. This is how you develop this lifestyle. like, this is the pattern. This is the calendar. If we're just trying to change the outer, change the habits, which is the projection of the inner, which is the projection of who we are, our thoughts, it has no significance whatsoever, right? That there can be no significant alteration or modification in behavior in society so as long as I don't understand myself in relationship to one, which is you, one person. Being confused in my relationships, I will always create a society that is a replica, that is an exact copy of the outward expression of that which I am. This is the universal truth, brothers. Our thoughts become our results. Our thoughts become our society. This is an obvious fact. This is the universal truth. I've talked about this at length. There's so many podcasts on this. We can discuss whether society, whether this outward expression, whether this outward group of cells and molecules, whether this has produced me or whether I have produced it. I think it's pretty clear. I think it's almost an obvious fact. What is not a fact, however, what is not obvious is that when I am in my relationship with other people, I'm creating society and that if I don't make a metamorphic change, if I don't take momentous leap in my own cognition, now I'm talking about the man in the mirror, and if I don't take this momentous leap in my own cognition, then there will be no change. There will be no transformation in the essential functions of society because it must begin with me. When we look at a system when we look at a, an idea to change a society, to transform the outer, we're just avoiding the question because a system cannot transform a human being. A human being always transforms the system. 
This is historically accurate. And until I, in my relationship with you, understand myself as the cause of my own suffering, I'm the cause of my individual suffering, and I'm the cause of the collective suffering. I'm the cause of the collective chaos, misery, fear, confusion, doubt, worry. Understanding myself is not a matter of time. I can understand myself at this very moment, brothers. You can do it right now. You can only do it now. You don't do it by looking at your past. You don't do it by creating your future. If I say I'm going to understand myself tomorrow, then all I'm doing is I'm bringing in the chaos and the misery of not being in the today. The moment that I say I will understand is I bring in that time element, which is exactly an illusion. That itself is confusion because I'm already caught up. I'm already caught up in the next. I'm not here. I'm there. There is no transformation unless you are right here. So we must begin with the presence. We must begin with presence. We must begin with the perfection of the moment. We understand in the moment. Brothers, when I coach my students, I am with them in the moment. I shut down all of my personal beliefs, all of my thoughts, all of my judgments. And my students know this. My students know that they can say anything. There can be anything said. There is no judgment. There is total vulnerability because I, have no, I don't bring my personal beliefs, my personal thoughts. I don't bring my conditioning into the relationship. To do that, we have to be in the moment, to understand, to meet other humans, to meet each other at the right place in the right time. We have to be in that moment. It's the only place we can be. We cannot be yesterday and we cannot be tomorrow. Tomorrow is for the lazy mind. It's the mind that's not interested in what's happening now. When you're interested in something, you do it now. It's here. It's in the moment. You're with it. That's passion. You have that. There's understanding. There's transformation. If you don't do it now, you'll never do it. That's what I'm saying. Because in the moment, there's passion. Tomorrow, there's no passion. I'll do it later. I'll get to it. That's for the lazy mind. It's the slow mind, the mind that's not interested. The mind that is interested, the mind that is passionate, it takes action. It's in the moment. That's where understanding is. That's where transformation begins. And transformation can only take place immediately in the moment. It's happening now. When this happens, brothers, when this happens, you are completely free. This is freedom. It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with transformation. Because when this happens and you are completely without a problem then you are free. There is no worry. There is no doubt. You have faith and you have freedom. And that is the alpha state. That's what I got for you this week, brothers. I will see you next week. And until then, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at the alpha slash unleash.